ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Who are we to judge? Thanks to New Zealand On Air. Hi, I deal with quite a few mental health issues and therefore am left with quite a few noticeable harm, self-harm scars. Any advice on how to deal with this when looking for jobs? Do I be honest? Any tips on how to lower them slash reduce the scarring? And can people refuse me jobs because of them? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting question because we all kind of have history when we're coming into thinking about a new job and mental health background is is something that a lot of us uh, come into workplaces with. And so I think one of the things is about thinking about how much of that history you have to share up front. Uh, It's not a requirement to disclose any uh, mental health issues when you're going for a job. And so if if you're wanting to just think about how you might present yourself uh, in the best possible way without having to necessarily disclose all of your history, then that's something that you might want to do. And also think about, you know, there might be ways that you can... uh, sort of cover the scars without having to worry about it too much. And I think the other thing that's really important is to think about if you are wanting to disclose or talk about that, that you work out who's kind of safe in that workplace to do that with. Because it's your history, it's something that you uh, get to choose to share with people, um, and it's really important, I think, to kind of be quite protective around that. Yeah. And I think it's really great that you've put this out there because there are a lot of people that at some time during their journey, which I hate that word, sorry, um, they have used self-harm as a method of relieving some sort of pain in another way. And it's it's actually one of those thing, things that it's like it's never okay. If so, somebody is cutting themselves and that's a really important time to seek help. And if you know of someone who's cutting themselves, it's really important to possibly try and get them some help as well without kind of taking over their lives. And one of the things you asked about, is there a way to reduce the scars? And one thing you can do practically is to try and keep your, your, wherever you've got the scarring um, out of the sun because that can exacerbate the scarring. And... And it's really important to continue engaging with communication about this because it can be a means that sometimes people use at one point in their life and some people go back to it again at stressful times. So it's important that you make sure you've got methods to manage your stress. One of the questions that sometimes is asked in job interviews, is there any mental or physical issues that you would have that are going to stand in the way of you performing the duties within this job. Now, there are people that have physical and mental health issues that they're not going to stand in the way of them performing the duties. So think about the questions before you answer them and think about you know that how you can answer when you're disclosing that this is part of my history or that this is part of who I who you know, what's made me who I am, but it may not be part of who I am now. So kind of mm. get, get having a little bit of a practice around how you're going to talk about it. But um, this should not be a barrier for you to kind of moving on. ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. I'm dating a girl who is four years younger than me. My friends are pressuring me to have sex as I am still a virgin. My girlfriend is also a virgin. I don't want her to feel pressured into doing anything or feel uncomfortable about it because of the age gap. However, I feel like I want to take this step in the relationship. How should I go about bringing this up with my girlfriend? 
it sounds like you're coming from a good space where you're saying you don't want to pressure your girlfriend, but it sounds like you're kind of having to deal with a bit of that from your friends. It's really, really interesting how within an intimate relationship mm-hmm. um, that friends think they have the right to have a say about what you should be doing and what defines a relationship. And for so many people, um, whether someone's having sex or not, kind of adds more value or less value to a relationship or not. Mm. If you're really enjoying this girl and she's enjoying you, that's actually great. You know, you don't necessarily need to add sex into that if it's not the right time for you and if it's not the right time for her. Four years, when you're a bit younger, is a huge age difference and it's a huge developmental sort of difference and where you're at and what your goals are so I think you're coming from a really good place and some of your concerns I'm hearing in your text may be real or maybe my interpretation I, th- I think you've you know you're naming things like pressure and that's never good to kind of go with in, a, in most situations Especially yeah. from your mates, they shouldn't be doing that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it, it's one of those things that happens often mm-hmm. when people, you know, ha- have a bit of a laugh, have some conversations about about sex. But the thing is that people should never feel pressured about uh, getting into anything sexual, uh, you know, and that goes across the continuum of all types of sex as well. Uh, and so having communica- really good communication around that, actually having conversations around when might be the right time in your partnership is a, is a really good thing to do. And it sounds like uh, you're doing some thinking about that already, which is great. Uh, I guess the key is to make sure that if you do make that decision to go ahead and, and have sex, that for both you and your partner, you're both cool with it. It's both something that you're really into. Uh, and that you might, that you have some conversations about what that looks like for you and how you might want to keep yourself safe uh, and some of the things you might want to think about in terms of contraception or condoms and all that sort of stuff. ZM Sealed Section. So I'm friend one and my best friends are friend two and three. So there's three people, one, two and three. We've been best friends for a while now. Mm-hmm. We then met two new people who are friend four and five. So there's now five of them. Friend one, which is her, two and four started hanging out and friend three was feeling left out. So she went off with friend five. So basically there's been a friend split. There is now a big feud between all of us. What do I do? So yeah, it sounds like there's been a bit of a a split down the middle and and from the Venn diagrams that we've drawn, I've sort of got a bit of a picture of it. Uh, This is something that happens quite often in in friendships. You know, people feel hurt or left out and so therefore, um, you know, might get upset or get angry and and so friend groups often will fracture. And one of the things that is key to trying to sort of pull that back together, if that's what you're wanting to do, is to talk about it and to just uh, maybe find out what the other person was thinking or how they were feeling and, and, and why they might be upset or, you know, why they might have felt like there needs to be this feud. Uh, I guess the other thing is that you need to have a think about whether or not you do actually want to, you know, get the friendships back together again because sometimes friendships move on as well and mm-hmm. it might just be that that's what's happened in, in this situation and as well. personalities too, yeah. Totally, yeah. So, you know, it, it might be just about thinking about, you know, do, do we want to bring everybody back together and be a happy family again or is it just the right time for the um, friendship to sort of diverge off and, and maybe you'll come back again at some other point? 
It's really tricky because when you have those sorts of fracturings within friends groups, there's a lot of grief that goes on. Yeah. And like, and grief is about wanting what's not there anymore. And that might not be able to be recaptured again. But I think trying to have some honest communication mm. around how you're feeling about it to the different people might be really, really valuable. But when you're communicating, you have to be really careful that you don't to get closer to one person, bag another. Because often we use that kind of tension to create intimacy with a mm. person. It's like, oh my God, did you see what, blah, blah, blah. And it's it, it, it makes you closer to one person, but actually it's not very good for your own integrity. So have some communication, decide kind of what you're trying to achieve by this, and acknowledge that you can just sometimes feel sad and it may not be something that you are going to repair. But really, really tricky. I think we've all probably had situations in our lives where we've had friend groups fracturing and it is really hard. And yeah. then you've got to think about what, what have, you know, there's been a split obviously for a reason. Was it something to do with the whole talking behind each other's backs? Yeah. And do you want mm-hmm. that kind of friendship? Because I tell you what, as you get older, you want less and less of that in your life. You want more people yeah. that are actually going to be there for you and talk you up rather than bring you down. So just take a think about that. And I, I like it because you are friend one, right? And at the moment you're feuding with three, friend three and five. So I think it's quite cool that you've reached out and asked to be to recreate that friendship and bring yourselves back together. ZM Sealed Section. How do I learn to like my body? I feel so big. We've just been toing and froing backwards and forwards about this one because it is really, really difficult and it's almost a like life's work learning how to like your body and we have this kind of perception of what um, a body should be and actually what your body should be is like something to house you something to get you places so that it can you can do the things that you want to do and often we our perception is connected to media and um, other people's expectations of self, um, the dresses that you can fit into and the clothes that you can wear. And um, it's about, it is really, really difficult. And I think it's about acknowledging who you are and that you're more than the body that you're in. And around if the body that you're in is kind of not working for you and not getting you to the places that you want to get to, Maybe there's some little things that you can do to nudge you in the right direction. So um, I think we could all probably come up with the things that we would like our bodies to do. Like I find it really, really difficult sometimes stretching into the positions I want to stretch into. And that's about kind of actively participating in that Mm. and working on it. There's a whole lot of other things that a lot of other people should think that I should probably do with my body. But it's about what we want to do. And um, and maybe doing some little nudges. Like for me, I know I need to do more stretches because mm. I would feel better if I did that. And for me, it's actually just saying I, I love cheese, carbs. <laughs> Basically, you name <laughs> one food and I love it. And I need to learn to cut back on it. So, yes, yeah, say yes to having it. But yeah. don't have 20 helpings of cheese. Yeah. And don't go home after work every night and cut off a slice of cheese. Because I do have weird dreams sometimes. <laughs> but that sounds like a really, really good way to go. Because like, yeah. you're saying don't say no to it. But just don't have eight yeah. of them. And, and there's, there's a lot of harm that we can do to ourselves about kind of being stuck in our, what our physical being is. It can be really tricky. Mm. Yeah, I think there's the uh, word you mentioned about feeling so big. Like I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to understand 
what that kind of means for you because that's going to mean different things for different people as well. And I think one of the things that is really amazing about us all as individuals is that the body that we're in is unique to us. Mm. And no matter what it looks like, it's ours and it's the only body that we've got. So mm. it is really about learning to, to appreciate the things that uh, your body does do for you. And I liked what you said, Suzanne, about how it gets you to where you want to be. Yeah. And if you are in a, a place where you're feeling like it's not... Uh, working for you or you're, you're not able to achieve some of the things that you might be wanting to do then yeah maybe take some time to have a think about you know are there some steps that are small steps that I can take to help myself to feel better about it but it is a lifelong thing and it's something that we struggle with and we think about throughout our lifetime as well. Because I'm seriously old and I still struggle with it. And as you get older, everything gets a bit more wobbly as well. Let's not get too. (laughs) (laughs) I also just want to say as well, um, take, like if someone gives you a compliment, really listen to it and really take it on board because I'm one of those people that if someone says something, I'm like, huh? No, and I always go straight to, yeah, but I'm chubby here and, you know, stuff like that. And so it's actually not saying anything bad negatively about yourself when someone gives you a compliment, but taking that on board and going, okay, cool. So that's something that's really awesome about me and actually Mm. running with that afterwards because it's clearly what someone else has noticed about you that they think maybe it's your beautiful smile, maybe it's the way you do your hair, whatever it is. And I think you could even start practicing doing some of that yourself. Like tell yourself something that you appreciate about your body. Like the fact that like me, like you, eat a lot, eats a lot of cheese. And yet I can still function and I can still get from A to B. ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want.